This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. I was prepared to be injured in the line of duty when I, went to, when I joined the military. Nobody forced me to join the military. I was prepared to be killed in action. What I wasn't prepared for, Mr. Prime Minister, is Canada turning its back on me. So which veteran was it that you were talking about? Thank you, sir. Thank you for your uh, passion and your strength and being here today to share this justifiable frustration and anger with me and with all of us here. Uh, Thank you for having the courage to stand here uh, and thank you for listening to my answer. On a couple of elements you brought up. First of all, uh, why are we still uh, fighting against certain uh, veterans groups in court? Uh, Because uh, they are asking for more than we are able to give right now. Um, Imagine that. Yes, for a guy who sells himself as caring and compassionate, He's pretty tone deaf. Of course, if he speaks in a lower voice and sounds caring, maybe people won't hear what he said. But he told a man who lost his leg defending our country, you asked for too much. I mean, now vets are suing the federal government for pensions they were promised that have been stripped away. You know, there's blame to go around with plenty of governments. This is a bipartisan failure. But the liberals campaigned on the backs of vets, they campaigned that they would give back the pensions. And that hasn't happened. And I don't think it's going to because vets are asking for too much. So let's talk to the man himself who put that question to the prime minister, retired Corporal Brock. Uh, Blaschek joins us now from Edmonton. Good to have you, sir. Hi, thank you for having me. Take me to that moment when you... We're standing there asking the Prime Minister that question because it, it was random. Uh, I don't think there was any guarantee you were going to ask him. But when you were in that moment, what was it like? Well, it was it was definitely random. It was uh, he was just going around clockwork, you know, pick, picking out people that raised their hand. Um, you know, honestly, it was it was nerve wracking at first. You know, I'm not I'm not big on public speaking and stuff, and uh, you know, I'm okay at it, but I'm not the best at it. So, but once I started getting into it. And, you know, really, you know, my, I think a lot of the frustration that I had over the years of dealing with this and seeing my friends deal with this, you know, and really suffering, you know, came out and it was kind of like just me and him in a room type thing where I was just kind of expressing, you know, how frustrated I was with the situation. Well, from a guy that uh, doesn't have a lot of public speaking experience and who was so nervous, you actually captured, I think, a very, very meaningful moment that spoke volumes. When you heard his answer, what was your your reaction? What were you thinking inside? To be honest, I, I knew I would get I would get the political answer. He is the prime minister of Canada, and you know he he does try to you know 
basically tried to express himself in a way of how most Canadians feel. But I think on this issue, though, you know, I was I was really disappointed with the answer he kind of had. Um, and it, it was it was kind of a shock, and it actually didn't really hit me till the next day of you know how much what he said and kind of how it all has been playing out. Sure. And so when you look back now that you've had a, a few days to kind of uh, get some perspective on it and you're out of the moment, I mean, what, where are you at now and what have you been hearing? I've actually been hearing um, a lot of support from the public. Um, I think a lot of it, because our veteran community is so small in Canada, unlike to say somewhere compared to the United States where they have such a huge yeah. veteran community, you know, um, in Canada here, you know, not a lot of people get affected by veteran issues. I don't know if I so agree with you on that. I think Canadians, you know, I know it might seem like that to you because of the way the federal government has treated vets, but I would take issue. I think Canadians do actually care. Well, and that's where I was getting at, you yeah. know, with the amount of support I've been getting through right. things like Facebook and people getting hold of me. The support is uh, is huge. Yeah, you know, um, I don't, I don't think the problems that we were having with the government, you know, not a lot of people resonated and realized what was happening. Mm-hmm. And I think now it's just blowing the doors wide open. You know, people are realizing that, wow, this is a real issue. And um, I think, you know, honestly, with the support from everybody, you know, and I, I never doubted the support of the the general public to begin with. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it is they're just misinformed and didn't realize what was happening. Yeah, well, look, you, you managed so eloquently and without probably even realizing it that you really put a human face to an issue that has been deeply uh, politicized on both sides. But, um, you know, this is a government that vets across the board came out and campaigned for. You supported them on, on you know, the basis that they were going to reinstate pensions. Do you get the sense now that maybe that moment um, and that response from the prime minister, is this the turning point, do you think, or do you get the sense that there's still a big fight ahead? Oh, there's, there's, there's definitely a large, a large fight to go ahead for, but I think the major difference is now um, we have a lot, an, an absolutely beautiful, outstanding amount of support from the public, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of people are just realizing, going like, wow, I, I never realized that this happened. And I've had a couple people Facebook message me and be like, okay, well, what, what is the issue here? You know, so I explain it to them and everything like that. And it's just like, wow, I had no idea that was happening. So your story is that, uh, and I'll give the abbreviated version, you went to Afghanistan to defend our country. You lost a leg in, in a uh, terrible incident with an IED. Um, you came back to this country. What has your life been like? Because obviously you have had to rebuild your life. Oh, I definitely had to rebuild my life. Yeah, you know, when, when you suffer something trauma like that, you know, physical, and then, you know, there's also the, uh, the mental aspect, of course, it's kind of like almost a rebirth stage. I'm definitely not the same person I was before I left to Afghanistan. And a lot of it is just coming into acceptance of that I am a different person. So it's like kind of like a rebirth into a different, a different being, basically. Um, it, it's, it's, I've, I've had my dis- difficult times. Um, I, when I got back, I was very angry, very upset. You know, my life changed in the blink of an eye. Um, I, su- I suffered through a little bit of addiction, mm-hmm. 
you know, and managed to clean myself up from that. You know, my life is much better than it was, you know, five, six years ago, or maybe six, seven years ago now. Man, time flies. <laughs> yeah, sure does. But yeah, sure. it, uh, you know, there, to me, I think there is a lot worse stories, a lot more tragic stories, you know, where guys, you know, are fortunately fall into the darkness and can't crawl themselves up and unfortunately take their own lives. Right. And we hear those stories. We don't often see the people behind them, but you do hear the stories. But then on top of that, you've got this ongoing battle with the feds because you've got to worry about, um, you know, surviving month to month on very little money uh, that you were essentially promised when you left this country to defend our country. Well, and that, that was the thing, you know, it was always the, you know, the, the government always said, hey, we'll have your back. But when you come back and find out that, you know, they kind of give you the cold shoulder, you know, it's kind of like, okay, well, what, what do I do? You know, my, my, my dream job, my career, because I, I always wanted to be in the military. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I joined at 18 years old. I, you know, ever since I was a little kid, my parents always told me, and, and fortunate for me, I had a very good support group with my family and everything like that. But not, not a lot of people are that lucky. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are alone. Would you, would you, you know, if a young person came to you and asked about the military, would you tell them to go? Would you recommend that kind of life? I've been asked that a few times, actually, this this last weekend. And honestly, for myself personally, I love my military career. My military career, you know, honestly, I I I love the fact that I was in the military. I love that job. It taught me so much. Um, the military is a great career, but, you know, if something happens to somebody that the same thing happened to them as it did me, you know, if it was my own children, you know, I, I'd be very worried of it. Yeah, because you just don't know what you're coming to, home to. Well, Corporal, I thank you so much for joining us, telling us your story and uh, putting this issue on the map, really. Um, and, and thank you for your service. Well, thank you very much for having me on tonight. My pleasure. All mine. Thank you. That is uh, Corporal Brock Blachek joining us uh, from Edmonton tonight to tell us, you know, those moments. It wasn't just about a photo op for these guys. That's not what this is about. They were promised something and it's not being delivered. And I think uh, it was a really bad moment for the prime minister. And maybe, just maybe, they'll finally wake up and start delivering.